This week on the Pushball Ways podcast, we talk about the Tibet Protocol. What is it these influencers keep talking about? Also, how much should you be recovering? Three, two, one, it's Cinco de Mayo. Hey guys, welcome <laughs> to the Push Four Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, Rob? I'm good, mate. I'm just struggling with my can here. Oh, there we go. Got it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Rib- straight in, riveting. <laughs> just been struggling with my can. Just struggling, okay. mate. It's because I'm not strong from not being in the gym, do you know? True. Just, strong enough. just a Fanta Grape. One of my favourites. It's just shot straight up there. Top three. Fanta Grape is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Big fan. Yep. Yeah, I, like it. I had an issue with this because um, Onocado, they, they sell it, right? And mm. um, Chloe kept on buying, like, just, like, what was she? It wasn't even normal Fanta. She just kept on buying diet um, vanilla Coke all the time. And I'm like, and then I was like, oh, can I look at the Ocado order for once? Like, she normally, like, puts it in case she bought anything stupid. I was like, all right. And then went on the fizzy drinks. I was like, why? The Fanta grape is literally sitting there and you haven't ordered it. It's mental. Why do you keep ordering two things of that? Mate, it's crazy. She sounds like she sounds like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, um, you're having it a bit late, mate. Breakfast was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say yeah, it's a bit late, <laughs> but whatever. Oh god, mate. With with uh, everything that's going on, I don't know what time of day it is, what day it is. <laughs> I don't know anything, mate. I just just do whatever I fancy every day, you know. But yeah, annoyingly incredibly busy i knew exactly what day it was yesterday and today as i i actually had to sit out of um the trainer quiz today because i've just been at my laptop from 9 a.m um with a couple of meetings and then all the way till an hour with you oh yeah look at that someone's been working for a day oh Oh, it's not all easy, is it? Hey, being an online I, coach, oh, <laughs> could do it easy all day long working from home. It's tiring, mate. So, you. like, I think it's just being a laptop as well. And I'm starting like getting this weird thing in my elbow, and I'm like, ooh. So I'm gonna have to be get one of those like stand things for for my laptop. I think. Yeah. I need to type like this. Obviously, this is brilliant for an auto podcast, but yeah, Dan can see that I'm typing this way instead of bending my wrists and cocking my elbows at certain angles. Yeah. Starting to aggra- aggravate that old old tennis industry. Yeah. yeah, stopped you from going pro that, didn't it? It's one of those injuries. But yeah, no, I um, yeah, I'm sort of a bit. I say I say settled into routine now, but I think with everything I've got going on, I kind of know where I'm at with things now, and it feels a little bit more structured and like for me. The weeks are fly, absolutely flying by. Like, it's flying weird. Yeah, Thank yeah. God. Thank fucking God. <laughs> they are. But um. But yeah, I just I've sort of like obviously weekends aren't really anything to me at the moment. But I sort of most do my most of my coaching for like two and a half, three days of the week, and then I do the other bits and bobs that I'm trying to do. Um, in the other days, which means I've got a lot of time to do it, which means things are going quite well with that and progressing well. But the next thing for me to do is I step up my content game because I know I've been a bit slack on it, to be fair. So I've started finding a spot to record some good videos. So I've found that spot now. So that's good. Um, so I'm going to record a few more videos, do more things like that. And um, yeah, just see what happens. But, you know, the one thing I'm not going to do is do a home workout video because no one needs to see that. There's enough of them on Instagram everywhere. And it does my fucking head in because they're all so bad. All the ones that I see. So yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, they're a bit. I don't know. There's bored of them now. 
I just, I just don't, I, I just don't get it. Like the same principles apply now that applied before, and shock horror. The same people who still couldn't work out with weights still can't work out at home. It's like it's, not, <laughs> it's no surprise to me, but it's just like they're everywhere. That's what I see, and it's just, it's just that whole fucking industry of just like put on a bright pair of leggings and a bright top that matches, and then why do influencers? Well, right? I'm gonna go. No, no, I'm gonna run now. I'm gonna run. Why? <laughs> the influencers on instagram point at the muscle group that they're working before their videos why do they like point at their abs when they're doing like an ab workout video i know where abs are i'm not a fucking moron just showing off that you've got abs is pointless or they do it to their glutes you know they do a glute workout and they're pointing at their bum they always do it like this always or you know they're, they're, if they're doing a shoulder workout they're like pointing at their shoulders i'm like you've written on the video <laughs> shoulder workout like i know where your shoulders are ridiculous and it really annoys me because on the explore page all you see is that sort of shit and of course because then you click on it to fucking have a laugh at it you get sent more of it because obviously you clicked <laughs> on it so i'm just sat like oh my god like my explore feed is just shitty influencer workouts and basketball stuff that's literally it like that's all i seem to look at Good point. like what's mine mine is just golf things can you golf, see how much yeah. i'm missing golf <laughs> wow yeah yours is just golf like I just find it hilarious, Golf, like... Golf and sprinting mechanics, and that's about it. I, I'm, every sure, now... I'm sure a lot of mine will be memes, but obviously they're all private accounts. But yeah, look, like, it is literally just basketball. Look at that, basketball stuff, and then, like, Gymshark athletes posing for selfies. It's just ridiculous. I get sent all this shit, and I don't get it. I just don't understand it. And I'm, uh, I'm a bit of a loss with it, because I can't help but feel like it's just like a a self-fulfilling cycle thing where all the other girls that do it. And then you see them post occasionally like, oh yeah, you know, social media is the highlight reel. Don't believe it all. And it's like, yeah, but you're the problem. You're <laughs> the problem. Like, come on. They're posting these shitty home workouts. And it's like, no, you didn't get your ass from doing those glute band kickbacks. Didn't happen that way. It's, it's, it's. Yeah, it's just like, I think I've come out of this. Like, obviously it's been a long time in this sort of place. And I think I'm starting to come out of, like not giving a shit and now i'm like okay now i need to start making content that's highlighting this sort of crap because it's everywhere still yeah. as always um i just don't understand it like you'd think that they'd, they'd get bored at some point but they don't i get bored of it but i should have to like i said i should make content so that um it kind of shows it but then you feel like you're fighting lost battles what's the point yeah. <laughs> i should probably just keep doing memes about them but it's frustrating it's just fr- hundred percent, mate. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's yeah, bonkers. Especially with with the with the crappy workouts, it is incredibly annoying because it's the same people, hundred percent, who weren't moving very well in the gym, and it's just like, yep, I learned how to do a body weight thing. Now I learned how to do this yesterday in an Instagram class. Now I'm going to teach all of you guys to do it today. Like, it's just it's just jumping around. It's just getting sway. Well done. Well, yeah. sit in a fucking sauna. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't do anything for you. Like it doesn't change. Uh, your look, it doesn't make you any better or stronger. You it's the whole. It's the whole thing of any moron can make you tired, right? Anyone can. And like, like Ben Bruno talks about it all the time. And like, obviously, we love the man. But it's just that whole thing of any anyone can just make you do 100 burpees like like that's not a pt like it's not a trainer that's not that's just a drill sergeant can make you do that like i remember when i used to do football training when i was like 13 14 or whatever used to do press-ups as a punishment anyone can make you like do shit like that it's not hard it just frustrates me that these people are looked upon as though they know shit or that they're like oh teach me oh i'm gonna do try this workout at home it's like yeah you're gonna be disappointed because you're not gonna like her after doing it if that's what you think and people actually think that 
They actually think that that's going to happen. I, well, they must do, otherwise they wouldn't fucking do them. Would they? I don't know. I don't know. So that that kind of I don't know. It I mean it lends into some of the stuff we're going to talk about because something that has cropped up within these these workouts and fair play they're doing workouts keeping people vaguely moving rather they go for a walk. But um, it's the there's been I don't know has this come up on your influences the Tabata protocol? Not they've not named it, but okay. they're all they're, obviously they're all doing hit at home because it's hit you know, at home or whatever. Right, Home workouts, you know. <laughs> if, it, if it rhymes, it means it works, right? It means it's true. Um, but yeah, the Tabata study, um, it's a bit different to how these people, like... A bit different. <laughs> yeah, just a bit different. So, I mean, should we go through? I mean, the Tabata study, just a, a reminder. Um, you're not doing the Tabata protocol if you're doing circuit training, okay? You're not. The Tabata protocol um, in the study by the, the what, I don't know, let's call him Gary Tabata, um, whoever Tabata man was. Um, he did, You have to, the whole point of it is the maximal exertion within, with on a bike or another steady state machine. So you can do high outputs um, at bursts and then that complete recovery. So it's like the, tw- it's the 2010 thing. Mm. That's exactly the Tabata study. So you 20, 20 seconds of high, like airdyne, skier, rowing, sprinting, whatever, and 10 seconds to chill out. That does not, Tabata does not mean 20 seconds of doing kettlebell swings and then chilling out for 20 because that's not high intensity. <laughs> well, because kettlebell swings, you can only really do at one pace, the right pace. <laughs> the right, it's right. not. It's burpees? No, I don't think so because it's that's the the form dictates it's gonna just be awful. Let's not it's even put that in. Stupid to do burpees. And then circuits is just circuit training. You're just doing 2010 circuit training. That's it. Um, because it needs really good technique and it is difficult. Um, so the true protocol is like four days a week. You have to do it four days a week. You can't just randomly do it. So the whole point of this, like when they did the study, is four days a week doing intermittent, like uh, moderate to high inverse, like exhaustive training, which was the 2010, and you do it for seven to eight sets. Oh, <laughs> thinking about so, it. So, and then after that, in the Tabata protocol, you have to go off and do 30 minutes of steady state, or about 70% of your VO2 max, and no, then okay. do. <laughs> another 2010 times four to finish that's the tobacco protocol in the study i don't think anybody's just, doing that then just say tobacco <laughs> though just just say tobacco though if you just say tobacco it sounds good and it's like you can put so, it on instagram and so just to re- recap eight it's about normal a tobacco protocol is eight seven to eight rounds of 2010 at like rowing or whatever then you do 70 percent vo2 for half an hour and then you go back to do half the amount so four times of the 2010 protocol that is tobacco protocol mm-hmm. not what is being banded around is the 2010 times eight for circuit training or other based things. Um, that's just like, that's cool. That's just exhaustive training. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to fuck you up. Yeah, that will fuck you up. Absolutely. But like doing 20 seconds of push ups and 10 seconds in a kettlebell circuit, is just, that's not, it's not a thing. That's not. It's just a circuit. And Tabata's the guy's name. I don't know what his first name is. That's why I said Gary. Uh, Let's just call him Gary, shall we? We can be generic, can't we? Um, but again, it's just. But mate, what what should we expect of PTs? They're obviously going to butcher <laughs> stuff because they can't even fucking do squats right after them, bodyweight ones. So 
it makes no difference. Like I just, it just, it's baffling the, the shit that you see. It is baffling, but um, you know, no one listening to this podcast is going to do something like that. But at the same time, it's sort of it gets around, and then people start going, "Oh yeah, Tabata's high intensity, isn't it?" It's like, no, 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 it's not. No, no, high intensity is high intensity. Tabata's Tabata. There's two different things. Yeah, yeah. Like, so the, they're not the, the same because it was meant to, as the study was meant to demonstrate. Um, I can't say this word. Specificity. Specific. Specificity. That's a hard word to say. It is for you. It is. <laughs> I speak therapy as a child. Um, specificity. City. Yes. Um, <laughs> of exercise adaptations. Um, not to create like a workout that is hard in four minutes that will magically improve. improve. I think that the basis of it is it's to improve your anaerobic and aerobic capacity is what the PTs think well the the people who are doing the Tabata protocols incorrectly maybe are thinking that's going to dramatically do it in four minutes obviously not if you're gonna because it's meant to say that you can improve both of those things if you do the correct protocol because you're going to do anaerobic and then go into 30 minutes of aerobic and then back into anaerobic because the whole protocol is meant to say that you're able to kill yourself and act without the presence of oxygen in your blood and you'll be able to move and regenerate muscle and whatever um, in the aerobic but still moving even though you're doing 70 percent of your vo2 you're still able to replenish within that 30 minutes to be able to hit four bouts again um, which is tough but it is possible you will feel better than when you finish the four four minutes of whatever death um so yeah that's the actual protocol if anybody wants to see that um you can look it up gary tabata is his name <sighs> it's not <laughs> so yeah it's interesting and also yeah in if you actually summarize the whole tabata protocol 85 percent of it is not done at high intensity <laughs> yeah 70% in 10 seconds. <sighs> a whole lot of it is uh, done at lower, lower intensity. Which, But the Tabata is high intensity workouts. Now nah, it's a lot of steady state, actually. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's just the whole thing with the media, isn't it? It's just media talk about it and then they get hold of the article. They talk about the bit that's the extreme thing, yeah, the extreme, extreme bit. bit. It's interesting. I, I don't, I've not heard one person mention, now you've done your little circuit, can you run for 30 minutes, please? <laughs> Jump on the bike. Fine. Uh, but yeah, that might be the thing that changes the aerobic capacity. You never know. Yes, definitely is. <laughs> yeah, could be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was that was one of the things that was I don't know from these home workouts. Some of these like buzzwords, all the buzzwords like the hit training and oh, because you all know that I love my plyometric training, but that gets beaten up a hell of a lot during body weight because it's like we can do plyometrics. You're missing the point. <laughs> so yeah. Let's get hot and sweaty jumping around. That's not the point like, of um, how many how many foot contacts have you done? What? That's how we measure the accumulation <laughs> plyometric exercises. Otherwise, it's not plyometrics. Um, yeah, as soon as you start using your muscle, it's not plyometric. It's ballistic. Um, yeah. So, but mate, she's doing it in a bikini. So who cares? I mean, if I did it in a bikini, but... uh, people would watch it, mate. Would <laughs> people would watch. That would, would get some shares. Exercise. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. yeah, interesting mate um but yeah i've done i again i've been on the uh on the on the workout game i did a yoga class wow obviously in in 
our own home um but i did yeah, yeah yoga class uh, yeah <laughs> a yoga class last week it was interesting it wasn't as like i know you've you've done some haven't you you had to do them for football didn't you um yeah we had to um like test out the uh, the teachers so we had yeah. to go and do a um like an eight week course and we went with actually one of the players at the time um he actually quite enjoyed it but i didn't get it i didn't understand i the... mean i didn't mind it I th- it wasn't as ridiculous as um, I thought it would be, but as you get to, I think as you get to know some of them, then you really, I don't know, figure out a little bit of their idiosyncrasies and the stuff that they've missed out on. And certain like, so, certainly some of the uh, I don't know um, online trainers and stuff, I thought have been really really good, um, or the the, I don't know, the people doing Instagram workouts, and then you're st- starting to follow them, and you realise that maybe they need to brush up on their anatomy knowledge and all this kind of stuff and you're like that's not quite correct what you just said if only you hadn't said that i was liking you so much um yeah. it's it's a bit annoying but the yoga stuff was like it was very it was so hard like i would deem myself as a lifter pretty flexible and pretty mobile i i, I think i'm in i don't know top 15 percent. i can move i can move pretty well and she was just like flowing all over the place. It was bonkers. I just feel like they put you in positions though that you're never going to find yourself, and you're yeah. never going to need to go that far. So it's like, okay, I get to a point where like you're going to need to know certain things. But that's where I think, for example, the mobility class we used to do is far better for people than that because they feel like they can see themselves improving with that. Whereas with yoga, I always feel like you're always supposed to go to that point where you absolutely feel you can't do any more and you can't stretch anymore. It's like, so what, what's the end goal here for me to like be able to like wrap myself around myself like what's the point like whereas at least there's some element of well no once you start moving better and you feel like you're moving better it becomes easier and you're like okay i can do this mm. i just felt with yoga it was always just like oh yeah this is tight i'm like yeah i get that but like this isn't really helping me get any further than that like <laughs> i don't understand what you're trying to achieve and yeah i didn't um i didn't I get mean, on with it at all i didn't know what type of yoga it was i think it was like a, i'm fairly sure it was basic considering i was attempting it um but the one the one thing that was good was in each of those positions that was held they got people to breathe like three times or something like that yeah which is cool but the only the annoying thing it wasn't like all right we're gonna do what we would deem in like fms terms or whatever right crocodile breathing or something like that where we we know we're doing like the the eight seconds exhale to bring the rib cage down that kind of stuff that would have been nice to have been told because we know that's kind of anatomical neutral is that probably the position we're trying to obtain to enhance those stretches um we realize a massive exhale or an eight second out or like a prolonged exhale is going to be pretty good all round for lower back pain pelvic hip pain all this kind of stuff because it's going to be like almost like a without i hate this term like resetting stuff and t- switching it off it's like, it doesn't go off um, <laughs> and we'll just say it's chilling out for a bit like i use that analogy today it was like yeah uh, switch uh, off mate it, it, yeah i just it, nothing switched on i was like if 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 nothing was if it was all off then we'd be a blob on the floor yeah that was something something's happening um <laughs> that's that's my only analogy the blob analogy um but yeah that that would have been nice to explain but as, as a thing i thought it was quite good i didn't i didn't do the whole like namaste and kind of thinking your thoughts and all this kind of stuff because i think your thoughts yeah don't okay. think <laughs> i know the like i don't know empowerment stuff didn't quite get that that's not me i don't think yeah. um i'll be like i'll be giggling in the corner <laughs> but I don't really know what's happening yeah uh, so. 
Yeah, I just, don't, I just, I just don't, I just don't, I don't know. I think it's one of those things that's quite tough. Like I remember Laura's showed me a few Pilates stuff before, and that is fucking hard. Like that is yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So I tried a few of those things before, and and I can see more of a benefit. If I had to pick one, I'd be doing that. I can see the benefit of that, the crossover to to lifting and being stronger and stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just, I, I just think right now, like you say, it's just a case of I, I'm, rec- I'm sort of encouraging my clients to try things like that and try stuff because. At the end of the day, turn up for an hour doing that is going to be far better for you than pretending to do a home workout or whatever because it's just... Oh, it's just not, like, it's just I don't know. It was like 45 minutes rolling around on the floor having a giggle. It was good. All right, mate. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm down. I thought you were doing yoga. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... I, I, like, I feel... Maybe I said this, did I say this last week. I just feel like I wish I'd been more on Instagram a bit more like... Not open about my workouts and how I'm training and stuff but I literally am just not doing anything like I genuinely am doing like the odd 15 minutes of like right how many press-ups can I do in 15 minutes or like TRX rows or goblet squats or whatever and I'm like I just don't I'm just not in any way worried about it and I think I should have been more active in talking about it because I think people would then people who follow me maybe would, would worry less and like the reason I'm not posting what I'm working out my workouts on Instagram because I'm not doing any like <laughs> like I'm not hiding anything I'm just not doing anything and I think it's um yeah, I just think it's important that people know that six to eight weeks of your life of not lifting, it's really not going to make a huge difference. Absolutely. Like it's, drop in the ocean, isn't it? you know, it's and, and we talk about consistency all the time. We talk about what you do consistently makes you and all this sort of stuff. And when we say that, we mean even longer than six to eight weeks, believe it or not. Like genuinely, like like I said, I've I've weighed myself for the last six weeks and I've actually lost weight, but I've like by like half a kilo, like nothing. I don't feel great about how I look. My body composition has changed. I'm not as don't look as good as I did before. I don't feel. I definitely feel a bit more lethargic. I'm definitely not as fit. But at the same time, like I know I can sort it out. Like I'm not. I really am not bothered about it. And I think that there's so many people stressing out so much about what they're doing and whether it's perfect, whether it's optimal, what even optimal is. And I'm just like, calm the fuck down. Like you've got a whole year after this, and you'll be better off in a year's time than you were eight weeks ago if you do what you need to do like if you never had another week another two weeks not doing anything another three weeks four weeks it doesn't make a difference it really doesn't make a difference and um i spoke to gordon green on instagram live not that long ago and i've got some clips from it to, to post but he went he basically said he he's obviously trained for years and then he went away and he did a traveling for a year whole year went traveling and he only trained 10 times the whole year and he was like and even then it was like barely anything just 10 times and he's like within within that year coming back Nine months later, he entered his first power, his second powerlifting competition and set PBs in everything, in everything. And it's like, would he have done that if he hadn't had the year off? Potentially that year off could have been actually the one thing he needed. That could have been the one thing that made him do that. We'll never know. But the point is that he did that over a year and trained as many times as I say in that year, 10 times and still did that. And yes, he had all the background of being a great trainer. And when he was away, probably still ate enough protein. But I bet you there's a lot of days he fucking didn't. And I bet yeah. there's a lot of days he drank some beer and he didn't really give a fuck. And I just thought it was a great example to be like, no, calm down. Just calm down. Everybody calm the fuck down. Like, yes, we want to maintain where we're at from a body composition. Yes, we want to maybe be roughly where we need to be. But if you do those things, the other stuff won't really matter. I just think people are really hammering home the whole like, oh, I really miss the gym. Oh, I'm losing all my progress. It's like, you're not losing all your progress. You're not dead. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you're just it. Like, so you still have made progress. You're still stronger now than you were, like, don't know, five years ago, six years ago, whatever. Exactly. I just think it's 
crazy like you said there the analogy of like if you if it wasn't turned on you'd be on the floor it's like exactly the same it's like people think their strength's now at zero it's like no your strength's still there you could still, still probably there. squat 100 kilos if you could you just can't like i just think everyone's just really pessimistic about everything when it comes to the gym and it's sort of like your muscles are still there they're not falling off it's like when when we ordered the the kettlebells and we got like a, we got a 14 kilo and a 20 and i was like i picked it up i was like fucking hell that's, that seems heavy guess what because i haven't lifted anything that heavy yeah. for a while <laughs> and i was like well, I, haven't, I haven't had to rec- have to recruit that much muscle fiber <laughs> the weird, thing is, weird thing as well so today my car battery ran out because i went to turn it on fuck obviously six weeks not using it completely gone and i actually i and i have to pick it up out of my car and pick it up and carry it into the house because it's too far away to sort of plug in yeah i actually remember last time i did it it felt heavier than now i did it this time i was like, oh actually, that feels all right and I, was, I was expecting it to be really heavy and I was like oh my god I remember how heavy this was last time and I carried it up this time and it felt easier this time than last time and I was like people, it's just a, it's just a bit of a I don't know like I just think it's just people's heads just get the better of them with the, what's going on it's just like calm down really calm down like nothing crazy is happening um, so yeah and I just think like so that story about Gordon I was I think it's just such a interesting way of looking at it thinking in nine months time you're going to be stronger than you've ever been before yeah, it shouldn't happen. Like, there's, there's, there's. I'm gonna be interested in what's happening in the NFL because obviously Tom Brady's gone down to Tampa Bay. There is a point to this conversation. Um, Rob Gronkowski, who, who retired for a year, well, he 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 had retired and then he was like, nah, I don't want to play anymore. Blah blah blah. I want to go do WWE and all this kind of stuff. But he's come back because he wants to come play, bam, back and play with Tom Brady in a more fun environment in Florida. So he's gonna come back, but he's had a year off. He's been fucking around. He's well known for being a party boy and kind of partying on boats and stuff. Um, it'd be really interesting to see if he hits the gym. I'm guessing he hasn't been hitting the gym very hard. Like, <laughs> is he coming back? Yeah, it's... can't because he's in quarantine, so he can't do all the team workouts, all this kind of stuff. I'm going to guarantee he's going to come back fucking on it. And yeah. all these kind of little the niggles and stuff like that have probably mm-hmm. gone away. I mean, what's his face? Uh, John Clark was talking about it, wasn't he? Uh, I realise he's completely switched. But all the niggles and aches and pains and stuff have probably gone away. There's another um, a powerlifter that um, I'm friends with as well. He's he competes in a um, an assisted um, federation, but and he's actually a little bit lighter because he's lost a bit of mass. But he's like actually chance to really look at stuff here. I haven't been lifting heavy, but every ache, every little pain, every little thing has gone. And he's like, I'm feeling better in myself. And the chances are that because you're feeling that all the aches and pains have died down, he's going to feel like his limit is maybe a little bit higher. He's going to go in and kill it a little bit better. So there is, yeah, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Giving yourself to recharge and especially body-wise, yeah. You don't have to be killing yourself the whole time. Be like, oh, yeah, I should have been doing this today. I should have been doing that. It's like, guess what? You're not going to be able to. No, don't feel shit about it. Because I'm yeah, I've, like, what we said, working out by myself, at least you've done it by yourself. Workouts by myself, I've done two. Because mm. <laughs> I've just been like, ugh, it's boring. I don't want to do it by myself. I don't like training, like, upstairs in the living room. I don't like training in the bedroom. Um, I, no. Yeah, I, 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 I quite like going out for a bike ride. So I've been doing that. And you can, because Regent's Park's just there, I can do, a, like, an intense lap. And then back off lap, a tense lap, back off lap. Really annoying. Uh, traffic lights. 
they just why do they turn red when you're trying to do a really intense lap and do like because on Strava you can they set times and records and stuff for going around the thing. Whoever set the record going around that is fucking unbelievable. Like the the record on Strava for cycling around Regent's Park is something like it's about five minutes flat, something like that. Mate, um, sure they didn't just drive around. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm seriously considering it. That's and what like, I do. I would. I'm not that like slow. I realize I'm not a, a amazing cyclist, but my in um, people on what bike can, I can my MMP is about four ten, four fifteen, and my my FTP is about two ninety. So I can hold my own, but like I'm a I did the lap at seven thirty. I'm two and a half. I'm fifty percent slower than the person who set that record on Strava. So I'm like. I've got to get it under seven minutes. Like I'm gonna go. <laughs> That's my thing. So I bought my shoes. Obviously, that knocked off. And when um, when I first put them on, it knocked off like 30 seconds of that lap. And I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Then I've actually bothered like making the seat height correct, <laughs> which is a big thing. Um, so yeah, interesting. Watch this space. Maybe I should write actually get a new bike. It's a little bit heavy. It's only about eight kilos, but a bit heavy, man. Fucking hell, eight kilos on a bike. Yeah, a bit tough. We could do curls with that. I could, mate. I could do bench press with that. In my <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting, mate. With all these workouts, there's a there's a, there's a thing. There's a thing I saved on Instagram and saying how hard would my workout or should my workout be. Um, this does talk about relative systemic loading. It just means loading percentage. That's right, Dan. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> But then it talks about repeatability, the purpose, and the recovery of it. I thought it was reasonably interesting because I think a lot of people, the common misconception for a lot of people is to like try and kill yourself every workout. And maybe the loading, that would be on like loading and stuff. Like it gives a give perspective of um, maybe body weight and like low loads right now. Um, that you how much repeatability you're kind of aiming for and how much recovery you're kind of aiming for. So they've they've put it in like a 10 to 30 percent of loading, then 30 to 50 percent, 60 to 70, 70 to 80, 90 to 90, 90 to 100 percent. So and the repeatability just notches up with the loading and the recovery time is vice versa. So just it's just an interesting way of looking at stuff. That the fact is um, with some of this stuff you can still have like moderate recovery. So I think a lot of people may be like. For the kettlebell workouts and some of the dumbbell workouts, they're probably working at about 30 to 50% of maybe their systematic load. And they're trying to like retain muscle mass and accumulate a little bit of strength. So the, rec- the like, recovery periods can be only be short. So it's in theory, you could hit every single workout. I'm going to go 18 to 24 hours of recovery and still hit it pretty well. Um, which kind of layers into not the Tabata thing annoyingly um but then there's like up to 90 to 100 percent is like a shock and like overreaching and the recovery is just a roll of a dice it could take uh, me and dan it would take about two weeks to recover from a 90 to 100 percent effort 100 percent it would something like that but it changes based on aerobic capacity and anaerobic stuff um but if you're doing like a hard anaerobic effort so i did those like full-on seven and a half minute like efforts on the bike yesterday no chance i'm doing that today um, for example and with those hard efforts of like maybe the HIIT training or the the 
the false Tabata protocols that people are doing on their workouts and trying to kill themselves uh, by doing as many burpees. Realizing that you still need the recovery in time is big. So maybe it's like do the workout on the Thursday and then chill out and go for the walk on the Friday and then do it again on the Saturday um, because there's still rest days and I'm seeing some people I'll look on my Instagram, maybe some of my clients who are still trying to kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it, and not understanding to chill out slightly. And probably when they train with me, I make them rest whilst they're working out quite litigiously. So I don't know if that happens with, it certainly doesn't happen with me and you, but. Client. I think, I just think recovery is just the, so underplayed by everyone. Everyone just assumes that with the body that you just, the more you do, the better. And it's just like the biggest fallacy going. Like it's just painful. And I just think, in terms of as a, as a I don't know when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to training, as a as an influencer thing. Again, the whole influencers and that sort of shit is. This comes back down to the whole thing of why I think influencers are, are so bad for for the industry and how we do things because they can do those sorts of workouts they do every day because they're fucking shit. They're shit workouts. They don't do anything for you. Whereas if you're actually training in the gym really, really hard, you put, training more than four to five sessions in a week in a gym is hard to recover from. Even more so if you're there in the calorie deficit. But this is the other thing that I hate with it all is that those numbers you're talking about would 100% change based on calorie status and calorie intake. 100%. If you're in a deficit, those, you could add those hours, you could probably add 50% to. I think you could probably have 50%. And likewise, if you're a maintenance or a surplus, they're okay. And if you go into a bigger surplus, they may even be slightly reduced. If you give yourself even more calories, you may reduce that by 10% potentially. But there comes a point where you just have to let your body recover. And this whole attitude of fitness, which is do more, do more, do more, is what causes people to develop unhealthy relationships with food, with training, with all sorts of stuff. And like, I'm in a place now where my training and my nutrition, like someone asked me the other day on Instagram, I'm going to write an email about this. And they said, oh, do you eat eggs every morning? Like, obviously, we posted my eggs thing. Um, I thought they were high in calories. I was like, they are high in calories. They're like, oh, so why do you eat them then? I was like, because I like them. <laughs> oh, do you, think, do you think I should eat them? Do you like eggs? Well, yeah, I love them. I was like, well, what's your goal? I'm trying to lose weight. Well, probably don't eat them then. And there was this whole thing around like, oh, because you eat them, I'm going to eat them. And I'm like, no, that's not the, that's not how this works. Like, don't follow someone who is in half decent shape or looks like they know what they're doing or me um, and and copy what they're doing. Like, that's not what this is about. I do things for me because I know it works for me. I know that I can eat chocolate every day. I know that I can get away with eating limited amounts of veg because I don't get hungry. I know my body. I know what I can and can't do. And what I'm doing is not in any way, shape or form an endorsement for what you should be doing or someone else should be doing. And this is where the influencers, in my opinion, piss me off because I see them doing or posting their videos of their home, of not of their home workouts. This is before this will happen, but posting their workouts of like, yeah, do this on this day, do this on this day or whatever it is. And they make it look as if they're doing something every day because they're posting every day. Now, they're not probably doing them every day. They're probably recording a bunch of them in two or three hours. So they've got content to put out, right? Hey, but what's happening? <laughs> but what they're doing is they're posting it every day, and people think, "Oh, so and so is training every day. I need to train every day. So and so is eating that meal for breakfast every single day. I need to eat every single day. They're eating only, you know, this food. They're not going to post their every every single meal they eat. They're only going to post stuff that looks good for Instagram or that looks better or, or whatever. And it's this whole this whole thing that oh, because they're doing, it, I should do it. 
Well, no, because some elite level athletes might train every day at a high intensity because every single factor of their recovery is accounted for. They don't go to work and have a stressful day like you do, mate. Like, you're not uh, you're not on the same level here. Don't think that you can train like an elite level athlete. You can't. You can train three days a week, full body, doing combat movements. You're going to recover well enough from them. You're going to be in a calorie deficit. They're probably not because they're already lean. They're already in good shape. Like, stop thinking that you can do the same as what they're doing. And likewise with those influencers, stuff, is they just aren't telling people what they're doing. They post it every day and it makes it look as if you should train every day. You should do cardio in the morning, weights in the evening, do it every day. And it's like they're just living a different life in a different world to you. And that's what frustrates me about it all is like you just said, is it's not sexy for us to turn around and go, yeah, but you need to recover from these sessions. Like you need to have a day off. I, 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 that's the hardest thing I get my clients to do. Getting my clients to train isn't that difficult. It's getting them to stop training. No, don't do so much. No, don't cut back on food so much. No, don't do that. Go to sleep. Like it's and it is, but it's not sexy. It's never going to sell anything. And it, that's the thing that frustrates me most is it's one of the most underplayed things. And a lot of people that I work with, the majority of them, I'll be telling them to take more rest, to do less workouts, to train less. And what happens after six months? Oh, their PBs go up. The weights they lift go up. Their strength goes up. Their physique looks better. And I'm telling them to do less and they can't work it out. I'm like, yeah, because I know what I'm fucking doing. So like, it's out. basic. Yeah, it's basic, mate. Like what you were doing before wasn't working. Now you've come to me to ask for help. Don't do or try and do what you're doing before because that wasn't working. Remember? <laughs> and it, yeah, it just it frustrates me. Insanity, isn't it? Well, apparently that's what the definition is. Isn't it? <laughs> what are you doing, Frankie? Yeah, been interu- not interrupted by the dog, but oh, I mean, yeah. just come. I mean, podcast dogs come in. It's great. Yeah, we are having trouble cutting his nails right yeah he hates having his nails cut but we've still not really done it very well and we um we spoke to someone who breeds dachshunds and she said you need to wrap him in a towel with the paw hanging out that you want it to do and i was like oh my god that sounds so hard (laughs) tried it and he just kept wriggling out he just wouldn't get it we couldn't do it tight enough it was ridiculous Ah. he just doesn't like it do you boy hey i have to send my sister down just like i've got to order a vet all the way from uh, essex can we, do, can we do that over zoom can we do a zoom session <laughs> cut his nails <laughs> yeah he's just he's just loves sitting on our bed i don't know why he just loves sitting there just curls up but um anyway where was i yeah but yeah recovery so yeah recovery like it's just i just find it baffling that it's just it's just not talked about and it's not sexy and you know we talk about it till the cows come home but that's the trait of people who who are at the top level and who are, who are doing really really good things is that their recovery is on point their training's on point yes but they yeah. couldn't have the training without the recovery. They couldn't do it. No, we, we, we talked about training programs before as well. I, mean, I think I mentioned Usain Bolt's fucking training workouts and some of the stuff. And he's a complete freak of nature. But I bet his recovery is um, insane. The guy who's laid back as anything. But he doesn't want to train. <laughs> you, can't, you can't. The thing is, well, like, to, to, to be at the right intensity that you need to lift in terms of the weights you're lifting and all that sort of stuff. Really you, true, just, yeah, yeah. you just can't you just can't do more of it like you just can't do more and expect your body to cope yeah because you're like actually you're like oh you look like you push yourself like really hard in the gym when you're doing it it's like yeah yeah but i'll have like two three days off like and chill out it's like i'll be able to oh you're lifting really heavy and that looks really tough like yeah yeah but you won't see me doing it again for a while but then there will be people who are just kind of spinning the hamster wheel that's still going but it's never going to get any faster kind of thing because they're just it's just going to keep going at that steady pace because you never really exert yourself as much as possible in that thing um in whatever you're doing every single day and then you're like i've never backed off and then gone 
it's like having a run-up, isn't it? It's like either a slowly and they just burst and get faster rather than just like chug along at one speed. You're not going to expect any any real change. I find that more impressive as well. It's like, all right, that person's like killed it for one session. That's to be way better than just like mediocre sessions all the time trying to do as much as possible. But yeah. Disgusting, mate. I don't know where that I, came I, from, but it just came out. I don't know where <laughs> <it came from. laughs> A rant? Nah, it's, it's very true. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the, we can, I kind of schedule one in every kind of 10 to 12 minutes of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I think it'd be interesting as well. We need to cover this on a, on a later podcast, but getting back into training, because that's the next thing. Like what people are going to start doing is they're going to, once they get back to the gym, they're going to want to go every day. And it's like, no, don't be so stupid. Like the first session back is going to absolutely kill you. Like, yeah. it, you're going to feel awful after that. First week back, two full body sessions, if you're lucky, max. Don't even think about anything else. But oh. we'll do that on another podcast. We'll do it on another podcast. We'll do it on another podcast. Because, I mean, from inside the industry, for people who are wondering, um, we do have, I don't know, I mean, it's hearsay right now, but maybe a slight intel of what gyms might start to look like. I think everybody with a brain has kind of worked this out, what they might start to look like when they start to reopen, um, which I'm not expecting anytime soon at all. Um, <laughs> at least well, I just um, I just read, I don't know how true it is, but apparently, um, I mean, it's on Facebook, so you don't know what the fuck to believe, but there's an article that's been shared in that Gym Outcast group just now that says apparently China have just had to shut their gyms and pools because they've had started to have a second wave, apparently. I don't know uh, how true I it thought, is. I thought that was true. I thought China had shut their... I thought that was last week, though. I don't know. I literally just saw it as I was flicking. I thought they had to shut them down again. Um, but yeah, obviously, like some, I know some restaurants and stuff somewhere are open at 30% capacity and we were talking about this we'll talk about the sliding furlough scheme of what should happen basically based people coming back to part-time work and then the government pays them a slight bit of wage and then the person with productivity and the business can pay them slight bit of wage that probably we think should happen um as we start to go back um because obviously right now the furlough system has no flexibility and that's what's crap it should be like all right you can do 25 percent government pay and then 75 percent full pay from the person so you can work for 75 percent of your hours uh, because we have that much business or we only have a little business a little bit of business so you can do 20 percent of your hours so two days a week and then the government will pay you for the three days a week still win for the government because they're not paying as much and you get actually get the, the economy running a little bit more but i'm assuming that might happen with gyms um and in the know We've had these discussion operationally. Um, the the chances are we'll be 100% running at only 50% um, capacity. I think that's what we've been capped at, maybe by UK Active so far. I believe this is all off the off the back of like I don't know, off the back of a lorry kind of gossip, isn't it? Um, and the way they might be, and you might have to actually book in a session. Even though if you're booking with PT session, obviously it happens like that. You book in for class, obviously it happens like that, 50 per, 50% capacity. Um, so all the classes will be halved, no matter what, I'd assume, and run at really particular ways of not sharing equipment and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then you probably have to book in a certain slot, like, all right, I'm going to be on a treadmill at 6.15, and you book in your 6.15 till 7.15 hour slot to be in the gym. I'm assuming that's what's going to happen, um, and you won't be allowed in at any other time. Be interesting. I think that's mm. probably the way to police it, rather than kind of a one-in, one-out system like the supermarkets have got right now, because we've already got a membership list, and you just adhere to the membership list. 
Um, and then certain. And I don't think it would be too hard to be honest. I don't I think, think it would be too hard because, may, or maybe you like give people so many credits per week, um, or they just book in. Yeah, I think you can. I, th- I think also there's going to be a large percentage of people who don't want to go back. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to want to. So speaking to the CEO, um, yeah, he's been like, we're obviously going to lose members. People won't. There'll be some people who'll be queuing up at the door on the day day one to get back in. And there'll be some people who'll be like, cancel membership on the day we open. Like, I don't want to do that again. It's already cramped enough as it is. Even though we, as one of the premium gyms, we allow more space per member. Um, but yeah. It will be at peak times. We'll be 100%. It'll be, I think 50% is optimistic. I think it's more likely 30%. Yeah. Um, and even then, we're looking at none of, none of it's going to be profitable. So then you're in the same catch-22. And you're like, at least money's, money's going through the tills, but is it actually viable for us to even be open? Like, you're still paying, then you have to pay somebody's wages to be there, that kind of stuff. So we we know of some people who, as soon as the government money gets pulled out, they're going to go bankrupt. And they'll be like, it's going to file for bankruptcy and just be like, fuck it, I can't do anything. Like, rather file bankruptcy than and get, um, keep, and like, I don't know, filter out the government support than try and open the business again. Mm. Cut your losses. Scared. Sad. Sad, but yeah, it's going to happen. Um, real sad. Yeah, but going back, we'll we'll do a podcast on that. Yeah, your workouts when going back to the gym. I'm just gonna do curls for days. My arms are feeling it. Yeah, I just I just think people are gonna be quite shocked as to how sore they're gonna be just from even just putting a barbell on your back and doing squats. Even if it's with well, 60, 50, 60 percent of what you're used to, even three sets of five with that. Clients that complained that they were sore from doing his body weight body weight workouts. Yeah. Now put that on steroids when you go back. Yeah. <laughs> don't go on steroids but yeah no, actually go on steroids no go on steroids actually um yeah like i just i just think it's it's again it's easing your way into it like you're gonna you're gonna see progress pretty quick when you start getting back in the gym again like that's the other exciting thing is like it's gonna be pretty pretty motivating like over 12 weeks seeing your lifts go right okay i'm feeling fucking good now like you're gonna start seeing them progress and it's gonna be, that's the bit i'm looking forward to the most i think with it is it's more just yeah having a again following a plan and realizing the simplicity of how easy it is and how simple things just work when you stick to a rough plan like you know, people aren't going to take it for granted anymore. I don't think. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's going to be interesting. Very interesting to see how everyone deals with getting back. And to be fair, it's only going to get better. Like you can, things can only improve from where they're at, right? So that's the other thing I'm saying to people is like, look, it's only you're only going to feel better, and you're going to feel stronger, physically better, all that sort of stuff is only going to improve. So, a few more weeks, and hopefully, like you said, we'll be in a position where we can start to to feel like there's some sort of hope. Um, <laughs> get back in the gym. Or right. well, we bunker cast 12, 13, something like that. Mm. Mm. I'm get... predicting, right? Here we go, here we go, here we go. I'm predicting. <laughs> How many bunker casts? I'm predicting. But bear in mind, obviously, obviously with, with it, we obviously did about six in the first two or three weeks, didn't we? So let's, let's say it's what's it been, sort of two a week on average so far? Yeah, about that. About that. So I reckon it's obviously going to slow down that. I reckon we're going to do another. I think that we're going to do another six bunker casts at least. Yeah. I, reckon we'll, I reckon we'll make 20. We'll make 20 bunker casts. So what's about six? Yeah, 19. Yeah, I oh, think it'll be. Yeah, I'm going to go over. Yeah. But when's, it, when's it officially not a bunker cast? When we go back to the gym and me and you go back to the gym? 
Yeah, when when I go back to work. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, oh, wow. okay. Nah, that's different. That's different. <laughs> not through my own choice. Uh, if I'm forced and uh, just got rid of, then maybe. Uh, <laughs> mm. I don't know when we can go back to when we can go to the gym. I, I feel I feel like for me work, it's, I feel like it's going to be my first session back at the gym. Your like, first for me, that's when I feel like it's going to be like right, we're no longer locked down. But if 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 I if I don't know if I can go back to the gym, then I'm back at work. Surely, or I'm not, which would be very well, yeah, odd. Yeah, you are, I suppose. Yeah, but yeah. All right. Well, that's what I'm, I'm going to work out on the first day of going back. Yeah, and then you're gonna be sore for a week after that. Be sore. I'm not gonna work out again. Or maybe should I delay it because everybody's gonna work out that day. Yeah. I mean, my 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 thing with it is what I don't want to do is have like a week back at the gym. And then there's a second wave, and then they close everything down again. I'll be so good. I'll be like, oh, come on. I'll be gutted. I'll be so good. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I genuinely am worried about that. That we're going to be here again. In well, I think we're going to have a second wave. They're going to lock it down again. We're going to have a second wave. I don't know if it would be total lockdown, but it'll be like, yeah. Well, we've, we've not even had a total lockdown, so our, yeah, almost lockdown. Crazy. Anyway, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Is that enough? That's enough waffle for these. I mean, yeah, we've been talking over forty-five minutes, mate. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, right. Have you got any other biz? No, not from moi. No. Not from you. Yeah, not me. Actually, we've got a lot of stuff on. A lot of things happening. Um, various new products, hopefully, PTC-wise. Ooh. Happening ish. Exciting. Good job you got there, mate exciting no it's good it's good that isn't it? yeah <laughs> otherwise I'd, I'd literally have nothing to do <laughs> yeah you wouldn't uh, uh, loving all your videos mate loving all your demonstration videos oh uh, there is what well, stuff done properly it's annoying isn't it? yeah yeah it's good to see mate we need more of it <laughs> but some of the ones might actually like annoy some people in the next one because on the uh, captions i've said don't do barbell back squats don't do barbell deadlifts <laughs> like there's no point to it i'm waiting for somebody to come at me um but yeah Oh, you will get that. Don't worry. Used yeah. to it by now, though. It's fine. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. But just I'm gonna kill him with niceness. So if I'm, it's all good. <laughs> Explain. Well, I want to do a back squat. Don't. Why does your client need to do it? Doesn't matter. Fuck yeah. Point. Gonna injure him. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> all right. On that note, I'll catch you next week, boy. See you later.